So this is why I started off my words, which I've said many times in the past, because I know how hard it is and how much pain you're in and how difficult this is. I started off by saying, we have to know that he's sick, number one. And we don't hold a sick person's actions against them, which you did. Because on day number 10 of ignoring him, you, you woke up ready to ignore him based on the first nine days, you know, and based on, based on the way he's behaving. You can't do that. You're the, you are the nurse in the psych ward. Hey, Jimmy, good morning. Shut the F up. Okay, Jimmy, I'll see you later. Take your meds. I'm not taking the FB meds. Okay, Jimmy, that's what it is. You have to smile and have a happy, have a happy disposition regardless of what's on him. I want him to think of the most yuknai shall avaviimai. I want him to think of his parents as smiley and kind and compassionate. That's the most important job for you to do. And that's really the whole thing. We're here for you. I love you. Shut the F up. Okay, no problem. I'm just, you, should, you know, I'm here for you. So fucking, fucking annoying. You're annoying me. Okay, you have to not be annoyed. I'm sorry. You leave a note on his thing. And that's it. You can't be part of a war with a person who's in pain. There's no, two part, there's no two sides here. That's what I'm trying to teach you. You have a neighbor and the neighbor ignores you and then after a month you're ignoring each other, okay. But a sick person, you have a Hask child next door and a special needs child and you're in a fight with them? And then, oh, I don't talk to her, this Down syndrome child next door because she didn't talk to me. And I, you're fighting with a Down syndrome child? You're in a, you're in a, a battle? With, with a, someone without das, he is a chayla. He has no das. You can't be in a battle. There's no him and there's no you. There's no, I'm going to play chess against him now. That because he moved his pawn, I got to move my pawn. No, he has zero control over you. He's sick. You're healthy. You're in pain. Yes, it's very painful. But that's why so many people lose their kids because they take their pain and they forget that this child knows not what he does, and he's be'etzem, a wonderful soul that's trapped by mental illness, by COVID problems, by all these issues, and they forget that, so they take them personally. So what you have to do, and this is very hard, I'll tell you a personal story. I've mentioned it sometimes in the past, but it's very personal. I, have, I know somebody very close to me, and her daughter was her best friend. She had one daughter. And um, they were like sisters. She had one daughter, like when she was 20. So when the daughter was, you know, like they were close in age and they both, they would, they would perform together. And this was her life, this one daughter. And this daughter at 40 years old got very, very sick. She got actually four or five diseases, cancer, and diabetes, uh, heart problems. She had a stroke. She, it was really very bad. And all the medication were conflicting as well, and it was very difficult. She, and she died after about five years of suffering. Unfortunately, the medicine made her cuckoo, and she would curse her mother. She would scream, and all her pain came out on her mother. Her, her, her mother, who she loved her, when she was healthy more than anything in the world, and she would say, you, you know, when I die, you don't, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, whatever, don't come to my funeral, uh, you better not come to whatever, and uh, I'm going to put you in hell, and the worst possible things that your enemy wouldn't say. And the pain of this uh, mother who loves her daughter is so great, and yet she's being hurt now by words that have no meaning. 
it's not a sh- like if her daughter wasn't sick and cra- on crazy drugs, she never would have said that. And it, of course, we can't imagine the pain of seeing this face and hearing these words that sound like your child, and they sound like 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 they're saying it, and they have a brain, but it's not your kid. So your son, he's in a he's in a situation where his pain sounds like him and sounds like he knows what he's doing, but he's just in tremendous, tremendous pain. As soon as you start responding to what he's doing, quote unquote, to you, then you lost already. He's not doing anything to you. He, he's miserable. You're touching him up. You're touching him up as a, as a normal, with normal words and, and, um, and you're putting in him, you know, evil, which is, which is not there. We don't have to think about if somebody's falling down a flight of stairs, what they're thinking when they curse and they scream. You don't have to think about, Ooh, he's trying to get me. You're giving him too much credit. He's, he's, he's a very sick person. And when I say that, I mean that when he says F you, he doesn't mean anything. And he's just trapped and he's very, he's in pain all the time. So you, you have to not take him personally to the, to, to the point of realizing that his words are detached from his, from his brain. His brain is detached from who he is. So you can't get into it. If he, you, you can make a beautiful steak dinner that looks amazing and you know any normal healthy person would love it. But because he has cancer in his brain, just it's not the physical kind, right? But he's just a sick that he takes it and throws it on the floor, jumps on it and says, this is S-H-I-T. I wouldn't eat it, wouldn't feed it to my dog. And he carries on. Now, how do you feel after that? So if you're a regular person, you feel very insulted. I'm never going to make a mistake. It was a waste of time. Who does such a thing? Who does such a thing? Where does he get this from? I'm so hurt. All of that is wrong. Your child is insane. And she just disconnected from from the person. He doesn't know what he's doing. How do you know he's insane? Because the same person would eat the steak. Every sane person would act differently. And he's not bad. He didn't become evil. He doesn't have a Midos problem. He doesn't need to listen to Uncle Moshi or the marvelous Midos machine. He's a wonderful person who's in hell. And when someone is in hell, we don't have to figure out what he's thinking and what he thinks he's thinking and, and why he's doing it and how he's doing it. Not Negea. Doesn't matter. You make the steak again the next day. You make him a beautiful meal. And if he's too sick to eat it, that's on him. And you say, okay, no problem. And you clean up after him because he's a sick child. We don't have to think about what he does and why he does it and what his cheshbon is. He has no cheshbon. A five-year-old wouldn't do that. It's just sometimes it's glaringly open to us that, he, that he's sick when he orders the same exact food. That's a raya that he's sick. But even if he would order different food, that's also sick. Which normal person in the world would not eat the food you bought him even if they want to order different food? Order it tomorrow. When he behaves in a way that is not normal, that means that it's off of him. It's because he's sick, because he's depressed, because he has no life, because he doesn't have a future, all of this. And we don't judge somebody who is mentally ill. We don't judge somebody that's mentally unstable. We don't say, I think now he could have done a little bit better. No, until he's healthy, there's nothing he could do better. Not in Ruchnius and not in Gashmius.
And Hashem understands that. He's putter. He doesn't get punished for breaking Shabbos. He doesn't get punished for eating on Yom Kippur. He's not, he's not in the league of healthy that he's going to get punished for his sins. He's tormented. He's a tormented soul. Not even a Shiloh. So if Hashem could forgive him, you could forgive him. If Hashem, it's not Shad Hashem forgives him. He didn't do anything wrong because it's detached from who he is. If somebody, if somebody uh, comes to you and puts a gun to your head on Shabbos and says, open the light, and you open the light, you're not Chayev because you didn't do it. But you physically did it. Yeah, but that's not who you are. You are not just, usually physical actions show what you're thinking. So if you, if you open a light and you have Bechira, so that means you are a Mechalel Shabbos. But if someone has a gun to your head, it doesn't mean anything. You can open the light a thousand times. You can eat on Yom Kippur. There's a gun to your head. It's not connected to who you are. You wish there would not be a gun to your head. And you fast Yom Kippur like you did the last 50 years. But now it's different because there's a gun to your head. He has a gun to his head every minute of every day. So what he does is not connected to his essence. And therefore, he's putter. This is very simple. Gershon said it very clear. On it, it less, even much less sick people are, are putter. He's for sure putter. So if Hashem is saying, wait, he's Mikhail Shabbos, but I'm not going to punish him, that's because it's disconnected. The, the credit card bill doesn't go to him. It goes into a different account. Does that make sense to you? So you have to process his behavior under a different account. He didn't punch you. He didn't break the thing. He didn't throw it down. His actions did, but he didn't. And if we're going to respond to him based on his actions, then we're going to lose him because he's going to feel hated. But really, he's, you don't hate him. You hate his actions that have nothing to do with him because he has a gun to his head. And by the way, not to get so um, into it, just, to, just to, to quickly to hammer down the point, this is what the Medrash tells us. It's not just I'm making this up. The Medrash says that when it came to Kriyas Yamsuf, we almost didn't get the, 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 the C um, split because we all know right? when it came to splitting it, Hashem said, I want you to let the Jews go, drown the Egyptians. The angel said, it's not fair. They're the same. Because they externally look at them, they are bowing down to idols, and they are bowing down to idols, so we can't do it. And if it wouldn't have happened, if Hashem would have said, oh, you're right, we would be dead. The Medrash answers, Miyad Hashem answers the angel, the biggest fool in the world, world-class idiot. You think they had das when they, when they bowed down? They only ended up serving idols because of shibud, because of slavery, enslavement, and tear of das. They were messed up in their mind. And to you, it's all the same. You judge people do things by accident the same as on purpose. The Egyptians were free. They chose to be idol worshippers. The Jews weren't, the Jews weren't free. They were under tremendous pressure. Shibud v'tir of das. And therefore, I'm going to let them split. But you have pictures and videos of them being over of Zara. But Hashem says, <laughs> that's only because of Shibud. That's only because of Tir of Das. Inside, they're sweet, nice Jewish boys. You could have a picture and a video of him cursing you to death. 
But that's not who he is. Hashem knows that. And Hashem would split a yamsu for him. Hashem doesn't hold his actions against him. And we have to be in the same way in order to save him. That no matter what he does while he's in pain, until he's healthy, you put that on a different credit card. It's not him. He doesn't get the bill for that. He knows not what he does. He doesn't mean it. If you two, if not for the two of you, he would be homeless and he would be dead. And you're saving his life heroically every single day, getting no credit from him right now. When he gets healthy, you will get credit. And if not, then you'll get credit in Shemayim. But you are taking care of this neshama that Hashem entrusted you with, who is very, very sick. And the same way that we don't take a Down syndrome child or has special needs, we don't take them personally. You have to get this out of your mind. You have to get over this, that you don't take his words or actions personally at all, because he's very sick. And his words just prove how sick he is, and therefore you have more Rachmanus. And this is the key. When someone says, F you drop dead, it awakens hatred. But by us, since the F you drop dead or whatever manifestation it is, we know comes from pain. So the worse that he behaves, we understand the more Nebuch, Nebuch, the more pain he's in. And that is awakening in us, and especially in parents, tremendous Rachmanos. And the Balatanya says, Rachmanos is Mavatel Sina. The more Rachmanus you have, the more sinner you have. So if you go out, uh, the less sinner you have. So if you go outside and a guy says something nasty to you, your sinner level, your hatred level goes up. And it doesn't have to be just sinner, hatred. It could be, I don't like you. These are all in the negative, in, in the negative thing. I don't like you. I don't like being around you. I, I, I don't, I don't want to see your face. I don't want to hear your voice. And then I hate you. I hate you. But even if it's full hatred, which is even worse, that you have for a neighbor or for somebody else, the level goes up. Now, now you go into your house and he acts miserable. He bumps into you and he doesn't even say anything or he says, get the F out of here. So your sinner level starts to peak. And then you say to yourself, no, it's not a healthy person. He's so sick. And then your Rahmanus level starts to go up. And then like a seesaw, as your Rahmanus level goes up and you say, wow, he's, he's punching me in the face with words or whatever he's doing, that means he's even sicker. If he's even sicker, I have more Rachmanus on him. Because if he wasn't so sick, he'd be sitting and eating, he'd be pleasant. He would at least let us watch TV with him. What do we want from him already? We just want to enjoy, enjoy him and comfort him. Doesn't even let me touch him. Doesn't even let me hug him. He's so sick. The more sick he is, the more Rachmanus you have on him. The more Rachmanus you have on him, the less hatred or dislike you have towards him. Because the Rachmanus is Mavatel, the hatred, Kinoida, as is known. That's the words of the Balatanya in Paraklam and Beis Tanya. So you have to be constantly remembering that if a stranger tells you F you, your, your hatred and dislike goes up. But if your son tells you F you, all of these things, your Rachmanus level goes up. And then it's Mavatel, the sinner. And then the next time you see him, you don't hold it against him, what he did before because it's not connected to him. If Hashem says turning on the light is not connected to him, it means the next time is the first time. It's not the hundredth time is Mechal Shabbos, the first time. Oh, and you say, oh, look, it's Mechal Shabbos because the other ones he wasn't. And then it, they find out, they do some checking and they say, nope, he's not, he's not normal. Okay, take it off his thing. And he's, it was also zero. 
So if a person is Mechal Shabbos a hundred times because there's a gun to his head, and then he sees Hashem, does Hashem look at him differently than someone who kept Shabbos a hundred times? No, because Hashem knows he was forced the last hundred times. So the relationship is perfect. So the, anyway, always the relationship and unconditional love, I'm not even getting to that. I'm just saying is Hashem, who, doesn't, who, who responds and reacts, so to speak, perfectly, the computer says he didn't do anything wrong. So, we can, so Hashem responds as if he didn't do anything wrong. Whereas a human, even though you know intellectually that he's not doing anything wrong because he has no control over this, like Tourette syndrome, people with Tourette's, they curse, they, they throw out words. It's very disorienting. But once you understand that when he says, F you, it's Tourette, so then you can't stop treating him nicely by what he does because then he's going to feel less liked. And meanwhile, it was never his fault. And that's a great example for what's happening here. He has Tourette's that he'll blurt out things and he'll say things he doesn't mean and he's really just trapped and miserable and you cannot at all let your love and care and like go down a drop because you can't let his negativity take away your relationship between you and the real him that is under all of that, under all of his sickness and pain and schmutz is a real child that's trapped, that nefesh, that emotional part, needs to feel every time, you say, hey, hi, how are you? Shut up. Okay, no problem. I have food for you. I'm not eating it. Okay, no problem. Now think about it. What could he do to you if you have your armor on and you have this thinking on that the worse he is, the more of a rachmanis he is. Isn't that true? Of course that's true. And the more rachmanis he is, the more of a Rahmanis he is, the more Rahmanis I have on him, Nabuch. And the more Rahmanis I have on him, how could I hate somebody who's such a Rahmanis? And I'm not going to hold against him what he did even a minute ago because it's not him. So therefore, I'm going to be the, the nicest steward or stewardess on the airline who's always pleasant. And I'm not going to hold, the stewardess is not going to hold against me because on the last flight, we were in a hijacking and I was mean to her. Come to the next flight, she's not going to say, I remember you, you're mean. Say, so, yeah, I'm not mean. We were the hijacking. So humans have a trouble with this, but you have to elevate yourself now to be an angel. Angels, if it's not you, it's not you. I don't remember that you did it. Angels don't have a problem with this. So if you punch an angel and he knows that it wasn't you because you were forced, so someone pushed you into him, then the next time he sees you, the angel doesn't, this never happened. You didn't do this. Hashem doesn't punish you. It never happened. It wasn't you. So you're starting from fresh. You have to become an angel because you know that his negative actions are only because of his pain. And you believe that. Therefore, five minutes later, an hour later, the next day, you don't hold that nasty behavior against you, against him, causing you to look at him differently because he never did it because he had no control over it. I just want to say one more thing. I can't do what you need to do. Just, just so we're clear. I'm a coach telling you jump in the air, six feet, seven, eight feet and dunk a basketball into a net. I'm telling you to become an angel. I, I wish that I could take this away from you, but this is clearly what you need to do. And if you can do it, then you can, you, then you're Superman. Then you can fly. Then you're untouchable. 
So the, the Nakuda is, number one, you have to really internalize that he's sick, and therefore sick people are not responsible for their actions, and stop trying to define, oh, this is so important for you. Stop trying to define he's doing this so he gets this. There's no definition. There's no reason. There's no reasoning. It doesn't matter. When someone is very sick, he, he wants me to, oh, he wants this. He doesn't, there's no he, there's no wants. There's no definition. There's no explanation until he's healthy. Does that make sense to you? Okay. So that you should stop defining his actions. The normal thing for us to do is say, oh, he did this because he wants me to feel this. No. He did this so, so that way I'll do it. No. Stop explaining and defining why he's behaving nasty. He's behaving nasty because he's sick. And when he's healthy, he'll behave nicely. What he's trying to do, don't get into his broken mindset. It makes no difference. There's no way of you being right. No way. Absolutely not. And it doesn't matter. You're always going to define it. It's going to make him be like he's evil. Oh, you know why he did that? Because he doesn't want, there's no because, there's no he, there's no want. There's no definition. It's a difficult mindset. It's a difficult mindset, but once you get it, it's a lot easier. Because you just like release, you release yourself from feeling negativity towards your child, for blaming him for stuff that he has no control over, for negative feeling, like the whole thing, you just it just dissolves because it's really not it's really what I'm telling you now is really the MS. The MS is he's sick and he doesn't know doesn't know what he's doing. And that's that's the whole that's the beginning and the end of it.